And now for the continuation of my interview with Cynthia Pacheco of Digital Bloom IQ about easy SEO and how to get started today. Enjoy. Welcome back to Marketing Strategy Academy podcast, where we help female entrepreneurs go from marketing overwhelm to an easy streamlined strategy and system that includes Pinterest and repurposing content to grow their businesses when they have very little time. I'm your host, Jen Vasquez. Let's jump right into it. So now an impossible question to answer. So we'll see how you I answer love those. It. <laughs> Throw it and I and I hear this question all the time, right? Because everyone is is always wanting to know, okay, if I put the work in, when is it going to pay off? So how long or approximately, in your opinion, does it take to rank on Google? And then secondarily, what are the most important sort of ranking factors, like the ways to rank? Yeah. So how long, I mean, <laughs> this is my, this is my like annoying answer. It depends because again, if you're targeting a keyword, that's really very competitive, then it might take longer. Um, however, if you have keywords, you can actually start seeing results like movement using a tool like the search console, which I'll explain in a minute in weeks. We're actually, um, we have done for you clients. And so we do all of this for them. We do the whole process. We, we, we look for the keywords, we set them up. We, depending on the content they have to create, we help them with that. And we, we just implemented some blog posts last month. And so we're checking in this month and we're seeing movement, which means we're seeing that their website is showing up for those keywords, but they're way, way down in the bottom of the barrel of the search results. So they're like on page, maybe like 50 of Google search results. So I know for that's most still of you, very like, quick for Google though, to me, that's incredible, right? So some yeah. of you are like, well, that's not interesting. Just imagine you planted a little seed and you're like, hurry up, grow. It's like, well, what if you did see that little bud, like kind of starting to blossom under the earth? Yeah, it can go fast if you've got all the right elements in place. So I want to say like the shortest time where you'll actually maybe get to page one and maybe have like a sale or something could be six months, but yeah. the year mark is really where like the juicy stuff starts to happen as long as you stay consistent. Um, and then again, if you keep going and, and you're targeting the right keywords and you have the right methodology and strategy two years in you, it's almost like everything changes because you're focused more on the maintenance of it. And it's like, you know, your keywords and the ones that are bringing you the results and you're just looking at those. So it's a very, the thing is, it's very different than how we think about other marketing where it's like always pumping out new content, new content. It's kind of like, there's that upfront push. And then there's this momentum. I guess that kind of happens on social media too. Like once you have maybe a certain amount of followers, maybe the algorithm treats you differently or something, but there is a little bit of a bigger push initially. And then you, it's more maintenance and, and that changes. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like the time that you invest in create, you know, up, 
updating your website with this SEO, SEO keywords or string of keywords um, from your research and then doing that consistently in blogs on a weekly basis is feels like, like you were saying a lot of work up front, but what I found out like over the years is that it is incredible to have these blog posts that are consistently ranking every single week and driving traffic to my website. And I have not put any time more into those. I am still being consistent, I will say, on blog posts and things, but it's like you put in the time once and you still get those, you still get people from that over and over and over again for years in some cases where social media, you put a post on there and, you know, most of the traffic is gone after 48 hours. So it feels like a bigger bang for your time buck, in my opinion. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I think there's just trends. Like I think right now there's just this huge trend with, with Instagram again, because we're on there, but I feel like things are going to kind of swing back, you know? And so again, as if we're thinking long-term in our business, we want to be investing in different types of marketing. And if you're super busy, I'm not saying, you know, write 3000 words every week or something, because that could be a lot, but how could you start like in a month, like maybe blogging one thing around a keyword or just starting to do a little bit at a time, because those little drops are going to serve you big time in the long run. Again, that's, it's, we want to think about like retirement investment, right? We're not, it's not $10,000 a month or, or, you know, maybe a hundred thousand. It's like, you know, $200, $300, which seems so tiny, but it really does add up in the long run. Yeah. And then for the second part of that question, what are the most important sort of ranking factors? What have you found in terms of the work putting in? The thing is this changes, right? But I would say right now, you know, we're looking at mid 2023. The biggest thing is creating helpful content. I know that sounds obvious, but I need to say it because a lot of people are so focused on keywords where it's like, okay. Or or, yeah, focused on writing for Google versus writing for your client and making sure you have keywords for Google. Like there's a difference there. Yeah, like the Google, what they're looking for and humans, which is more important than Google, is like, how are you helping them, right? Like, how are you creating a blog post that it's like, or or any content really that's worth their while to watch or or to read, I should say. Um, And so when you're creating a blog post, it can be hard because we're so many times we're like so hyper-focused on our business. So it can be hard to zoom back. Um, and that's why it's great to have like a partner or or someone in your business, like you can kind of like give feedback to each other or, you know, an SEO course or some sort of community to get that feedback. But you want to look at like, how am I really providing value? And like, how am I differentiating myself a little bit from the competition? Because inside of a Google search and that first page of Google, Google wants to give the visitor helpful information that will solve their problem, but they also want to give kind of different options. Um, And so part of this SEO strategy is looking at the competition and seeing, okay, how am I like slightly different? Am I 
providing an infographic? Do I have videos? Do I um, break it out in a way that's different? It's not always about more content, which is interesting. It could actually be about simplifying the blog post. So that is a big deal. So like useful content. Um, another big thing that a lot of people forget about is just also focusing on your backlinks, or I call it authority building now. I actually don't call it backlinks anymore. So another part of doing SEO is having other sites link to you because you're useful, right? And you're creating valuable things that people want to, to link to. So how do we do this? Um, we can actually create content that's more focused on creating shares versus targeting that direct client. Um, and so that's something you can think about when you're doing keyword research is like, what would um, someone who's not a direct competitor? So for example, me and Jen, we're not direct competitors, but we both have content that we could potentially share to our audiences. So I could think about, okay, what content would I really want Jen to share? That would be so great for Jen to like have because her audience needs that. Um, and so that sort of thing can also help with your SEO because the more other people share and link to our content, that's another signal that Google looks at and says, hey, this is uh, helpful and people are linking to it. So we're going to rank it more. So that's that's off-site SEO. And that is really, really important. Um, and it connects with this EEAT, which is, again, another factor that Google looks at that is experience, um, expertise, authoritativeness, and trustworthiness. I know that's like a lot, but you can look it up. I, I have a podcast episode but it, on and, it. And um, that is, yeah, her podcast is brilliant for sure. But it's also, I think just like Pinterest, Google's focus is on the end user, right? They want they want more people to stay on Google, find use Google to find the content that they need that's going to help them exactly. get the answers that they want. If they Google and they click your link and they go right back to Google, that's sending a signal to Google that your content may not be what you promised in that title. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you can't really trick like no. <laughs> I wouldn't try to like hack it too much um, because they can tell right away and like you get sent to like this kind of spam label and it's hard to come out of that. So focus on value, focus on just really helping people. I know it sounds kind of obvious and people listening to this, that's what they really want to do, but it's also kind of a comfort because it's like, oh, well, I'm kind of already doing that. Okay. How can I like put that on my website and make that content strategy consistently over time. And it's not just something I remember to do in the middle of the night. Right? Exactly. So um, are outbound clicks and inbound clicks then important nowadays? And yes. I mean, if so, explain what outbound clicks and inbound click links are, because I've heard both. Um, and you were the one that really explained it to me well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So outbound clicks are cl are basically links that we have on our site that we're linking to other websites. Um, and inbound clicks are clicks coming in from other sites to our site. Um, and so both of these are great. Like I think before the strategy was like, oh, don't link too much out because you don't want people leaving and no, no, no. Like people are going to leave eventually. And if anything, the more useful content you have to other sites, like that looks, that makes you look good too. So 
to me, it's really like, again, like what's helpful. So if I, you know, I interviewed Jen, I have a, a podcast page on it. I link to her site. I link to her offers because people hear that and they probably want to find out if I didn't have that because I wanted to like leave people on my site, they would just search her anyway. Right. So we want to think about our site as like this helpful, um, like our online home, right? So you don't want to make it really unhelpful if you're like locking all the doors. People are going to freak out. <laughs> it's going to get busy. It's going to get really complicated. Um, and same thing with inbound clicks. So like I mentioned, you can... Um, you can, you know, create helpful content. You can also pitch people, right? So you can try and get on podcasts. You can, you know, build Call collections or something within yeah. that blog post. Yeah. 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 So there's ways that you can ask others to link to you in a non-spammy way. Um, and some of that's just going to happen organically. Some of it is just, it, it does need to be intentional. I really feel like I think people that's one area of SEO people miss because they're like, well, how am I going to ask for the link? It's like, well, you're not actually asking for a link. You're asking to collaborate with someone. So what does that look like? Right. Um, and so that can, that can change the game because all that content you create on your site, if no one's linking to it, you're like this Island out at sea and it's really hard to rank um, over time. This is going to like speed up the results. Exactly. Perfect. What are some things that you, that our listeners or watchers on YouTube can do today, sort of action oriented to get the biggest bang for their time buck when it comes to SEO? What are a couple things that you would recommend to them? Yeah. So the biggest one for me, which helps with awareness, because I feel like people get stuck with SEOs because they don't know if it's working or not, right? Like they're like, well, I blogged, but I don't really know. Am I ranking? Am I not? Like what's working? So to help with that, uh, there's a tool, which I already mentioned. It's called the Google Search Console. You can Google Google Search Console and it'll be the first thing up on there. It's completely free and it's a tool that Google gives us to understand how we're ranking today and what our keywords are. It gives us all these reports. Um, so my, what you can do today, it takes like five minutes, get on there, register your site. Um, sometimes it takes 24 hours to actually see your data, but once you have that set up, you're going to start collecting that data. And so that's a great starting point to have some awareness because you might actually already be ranking. Um, and so you can start there instead of feeling like you're starting like from scratch, you can just start where you're work, like what's working and kind of like focus on those pages or those keywords. Um, and so that's a great starting point. And it's kind of exciting because you can really see that result over time. Um, and it's kind of like looking at your finances as small business. Like initially it's like, oh, I don't get anything. Like my accountant's trying to explain to me things. I have no idea what they're talking about. So over first, it feels like a lot, but then you're going to get used to looking at those reports and you get like acclimatized. Um, and then you're going to be excited to like open that up. I promise there comes a point where you're like, Ooh, let's see like where I'm getting my leads from. <laughs> Yeah. And it also will basically tell you sort of where to put more time. Like we as entrepreneurs are always, okay, what video do I make next? Or what blog post do I write next? Yes. And you can see from the search console, what's ranking. Like I just looked at it yesterday and the ranking for using Pinterest with your affiliate links is a oh. big one that people constantly look at 
And like, it's so boring. Like I hate talking about it, but guess what? I'm doing another video on it and another podcast on it because that's what people are looking for. And I can do something that updates the one I did before. I can like update it and make it current uh, without having to even change the link. And it just makes it even more powerful and reach more people that way. Yeah, that's the more advanced strategy, right? So once you, like I said before, once you get the ball rolling, you'll be able to look at, oh, okay, like I'm on page, I'm at the beginning of page two for this. Okay, what can we do to push it to page one? So it's like a little bit more advanced because you've got that traction. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, yeah, that's the beauty of SEO. It like, it's not the same as social media. <laughs> it's so different. It's like, we go back and we look at our, the stuff we've posted and we improve it. And so many people are like, what we're going back and adding things or changing what? Like, and it's kind of like, oh, that's it. Like, oh, now I'm on page one. Oh, wow. That wow. was wow. <laughs> yeah. 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 You did the work up front already. It's now marinated on, on Google and has started driving traffic. And now we're going to make it even better and more effective and hopefully drive more traffic. Yes, exactly. What mistakes do you see that service providers tend to make when it comes to SEO? Yeah. So just focusing on keywords that are really, that have a lot of searches and are very competitive. That's that's a big one. And that's just because maybe they don't understand, um, well, they don't have a a keyword methodology, right? Um, The reason that doesn't work is that it's not wrong to target highly competitive keywords. If anything, it's a good strategy. The issue is if you're only targeting that because you're, it's kind of like, my analogy for this is like boxing, you know, you've got the lightweights, like the little guys that are like, they're strong, but they're little, right? And then you have the heavyweights that are like some pretty big guys. So you would never put a lightweight with a heavyweight. Like they're both incredible athletes and like within their category, they make sense, right? But if you take them out of that, it's just like, it doesn't make, it's not a fair fight. So the same thing. So if you're going after a heavyweight keyword, you want to have a strategy because you're a lightweight in general, if you're a small to medium sized business, right? Yes. Um, so, but if all your fights are like that, it's really tiring. Um, so you want to have a keyword strategy, which is what I teach in my course, where you have a diverse um, set of keywords that are targeting different um, volumes, different search quantities per month and different competition so that you're not having to work so, so hard. Um, and then when you do get on page one for like a heavyweight keywords, that's just like the cherry on top, you know, it's like an extra. Totally. Totally. Um, all right. What three things have helped you to grow your business? This could be tools, advice, really anything. What are the three things that you think most helped you to grow your business? Uh, for me, one was mindset. Uh, I realized like I wasn't for a long time, wasn't reaching many goals because there was just something in me that wasn't really believing. Right. And so you could do all the tactical things. You can follow all the best strategy, but if you're not really on board (laughs) to some extent, it can be hard because you're kind of just like bring yourself down. So I um, luckily found a lot of coaches and and mentors who helped me with that and like, just come, come back to that. 
Um, and that's something I'm, I'm still working on really, to be honest, it's, it's ongoing. Um, and that's been just as important as the strategy, because again, the strategy, it's almost like it doesn't matter because there's so many different ways you could do it and it could work, but if you don't believe in it, it's, it's going to be hard to succeed. So that's one. The other is connect with people and build human relationships. I think we've been sold that this online business thing is like, well, I don't need to like talk to anybody and I'm just going to like click and boom, like all these sales are going to come in. And it's the opposite. It's like, um, not just building a wide network, but deepening your network, like having long zoom chats, like connecting with the people that you really vibe with. I'm, you don't need to be fake. Like just like stay in touch and be human. Like just ask people, get to know them. Right. Um, and the, the best part is that it's actually really easy because people want to share that stuff. Right. Um, and that's been another way that apart from obviously doing SEO and all these things, um, I feel like I've been able to really quickly sell certain things or like, I'll reach out to someone and they're just already so happy to hear from me. So I'm, it's easy to kind of like build your business from that. Um, yeah, so that's you stay my... forefront on their mind as you're connecting with them as an individual. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we're all human. Like, yes, we're here to make money and we've got our businesses, but we want to remember that there's humans on the other side of that. And um, yeah, if we really want to make an impact, like you said at the beginning, it's really about thinking about that human. Right. Um, and then my last tip is like, take time off. Like, oh my God, you can avoid so much um, grief. Like I, um, I've, I mean, yeah, definitely burnt out stages. I've gone through that. Uh, but every time I like step away, I never get the best ideas in front of a screen, right? To be honest, no. it was mm -hmm. when I'm like in the shower or walking my dogs or on vacation. So make sure to like what I used, what I do. Well, now with my daughter, it's a little different, but I like usually at the beginning of the year, I just block out time and I just force myself to take it off. And even if I'm not a hundred percent off, I'm like at least away from the computer. Um, and that's going to it feels counterintuitive, but it's going to make a big difference. So make sure to schedule that like downtime, you know, try not to work weekends. I know it's hard. I think we just love doing business so much. It's fun. <laughs> I think, but I, but I think you're right, especially if you're getting frustrated in something, some project you're working yeah. on, maybe working on SEO, just like turning that computer off and taking a walk or going and for me, playing with my grandbabies once a week, right? It gives me that time off. And truly the best ideas I get is when I'm not focused on my business. Like you said, not in front of the screen. I am just doing something totally different mm -hmm. is when I get these amazing ideas. I have so many like voice recordings on my drive home because I had <laughs> such a great idea <laughs> while I'm watching my granddaughter play with some toy. I'm yeah. like, oh, that just reminded me this would be a great blog post. Like it's, it's crazy, but I, I totally agree. And you are rested because you're not a hundred percent always working on your business. Mm -hmm. Breaks yeah, are that's really why, important. That's why SEO is also nice for that because it allows you to take that time off. Like you don't have to be posting every day on Instagram like your, your business isn't like just dependent on that leg of marketing. You've got like different things happening and podcasting as well. Like 
it's just, it's nice. It's like, oh, okay. Like I could take a month off and my business wouldn't fall apart if I didn't post on Instagram, because I know people would still find me. I'd get leads. I get, you know, people asking about buying things. So, um, that's a relief. I agree. So before we get to the gift that Cynthia has so generously is sharing with our audience, tell everyone about the services you provide, because I have a feeling that everyone is thinking right now, I need her help. (laughs) So just briefly, what are some services that you do offer? So we've got um, a done for you SEO retainer. So that's really for the business that is like, I don't want to touch this. Like I want to get it because we work with, we work with our Car, uh, our clients like partners. So I've never taken on a client where it's like, they don't want to even know what we're doing. That's not how we work. We're, we work very closely because you're the expert, right? So the done for you service, the ideas we take off your plate, the SEO elements, but we're very involved and we try and like, uh, just make sure everything's working in flow with the rest of your marketing. Um, and then we also have some done with you. Um, and I actually recently launched some lower cost done with you retainers for those businesses who aren't ready for that full service, but they do want some extra help with their keywords. They want to get some awareness. They want someone helping them with that, but they they just can't do everything right now. Um, so those are some great um, done for you and done with you options that um, people can check out. And then I have the course, which Jen's in, um, and that's um, really for someone who like is just wanting to learn some of the basics for themselves and starting to get those results. And uh, that's also great for if you're if you have someone on your team who could also handle that and you want to train them. Um, they're like a web developer, a virtual assistant, someone like that can also be a good fit for that. That's the gift that keeps on giving because you update it. Like unlike courses that I've taken on other subjects, um, it's out there and it's done. You have like added like the whole GA4 and all these other things like that it is incredible. It is not dull and boring. I find it very helpful. Um, and I can ask questions and it's like, not like you're on your own Island. Of course it's not hands-on like some of your other programs or services, but it's incredible. And of course I will have a link below that goes to that as well. So tell everyone about the freebie and how it can help our audience. Yeah. So I have a 90 day SEO plan webinar series. So it's a free webinar training. Um, It's four parts and it really teaches you just the basics of SEO. Uh, We get into some keyword research tactics. And so the idea is you walk away with a 90 day plan for the next 90 days of like what you want to be doing with your SEO. And it's a great starting point. So I highly recommend it. At, it's at digitalbloomiq.com slash 90 day SEO plan. Just one word. Yes. <laughs> and of course the link will be below. Um, and what's the best play, the best way to get in contact with you in case anyone wants to take the conversation further? So you can email me Cynthia at digitalbloomiq.com. And I am on Instagram quite a bit. So you can also DM me over there. Um, um, I'm like, yeah, the SEO expert who's addicted to Instagram, but I've made peace with it. No, no, it's fun. Right. And again, it, it's like a great compliment to everything. So you can, yeah, you can, we can totally chat over there as well. Thank you so much for your valuable time, because 
Um, obviously your time is worth money. So we're so appreciative that you agreed to be a guest on the podcast. And if everyone out there found some ideas and tips to implement in your business, we would love for you to leave a review on the podcast or hit that like button on YouTube or even subscribe so you are notified when new videos are released. And now go out there and do something good for your business, like snagging Cynthia's gift. But as I mentioned every single week at nauseum, take action. We can spend so much time getting educated for our business while we're taking a walk on listening to the podcast or whatever it is. But so many entrepreneurs don't take that additional step and actually take action, write it on a list, put it on your calendar with some blocked time to start working on this information. So uh, thanks again, Cynthia, for joining us. I really appreciate it. Thanks for joining me. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd love for you to subscribe to the show to be automatically notified for each episode. Visit the notes for the links mentioned in this episode and to connect with me. And as always, please take one tip from this episode and implement it in your business. Bye.